Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey now. Hello, friends, and welcome to another weekly episode. This week's topic is stories. We've heard it said in recent years that we are in the age of the storyteller. When we expand that thinking and turn to the books on the shelf, what we'll find is the story we're writing or our own personal story, the stories we tell ourselves, and the stories we are listening to. With all of the available options and limited time, which story will have the biggest impact in our lives. Story originates from a desire to pronounce or recall or magnify an emotion or a state of being. Story can be used as entertainment, can be used as argument, or as a method for internal solidification. Let me first touch on the stories we spend most of our time with, and that I would classify as external stories. The easy one to identify is the stories that we're listening to. All around us are other people's opinions and interpretation of circumstance. People will go to great lengths to convince somebody of their way of being, convince someone else of their reality. We see at, we see it in our, in the workplace, around the water cooler. We see complaints and rumors about others. We have celebrations and the evolving details of relationships and the externalities that others want you to focus on. We see it in the media, both social and traditional. Opinions, expressions of interest, citing for a cause or citing to fit in, expressions of a life well-lived, even as a cover-up at times, to be seen as something different than reality. The media preys on the easily influenced and salacious headlines meant to stir in position as a justification for ongoing existence. Don't get me wrong, I also believe you'll find fair and humble representations of lives being well-lived in both cases. What I would like to draw attention to, however, is that in the case of external stories, they are just that. They're external. These stories are happening around us and speedily pass us by and even stay a while when we catch one and hold on to it for a while. They give us relief and often a place for us to sink opinion or attach a need to be noticed or fit in. They can be triggers for us to engage our fast thinking mechanism as an easy route to false identity. The time and energy we spend on external stories, while attractive and engaging, will only leave us confused and unsettled as we continue to turn the page. Quick consumption and quick opinion laden with short-term and often self-serving needs to be noticed, these external stories are not ours. 
but rather borrowed and plagiarized. On the internal story, quite possibly the grandest story we'll ever encounter is the one we are writing and not reading. It is the story afforded to us as a blank set of pages and the pen of choice. We write stories each day. Most of these stories stem from a thought or a belief or need for justification of a current assessment of an external emotion or stimulus. We see something and then we make a quick judgment and an assertion of meaning. If we continue to hold the pen, we decide how long we will stay with the thought or whether we will cast it aside and pick up a new line of thinking. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If growth, personal growth and development is your thing and you're here learning and leaning into growth, glad you're here, glad you're part of the community. If you want more of this, make sure and hit subscribe in this podcast platform or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Honor the Gift podcast and make sure and subscribe so that it shows up each week with new updates, new conversations, new learning, new ideas and concepts, again, to help us all in this journey we call growth and how we make it through life and the way that we show up for others. Also, if you are looking for more information, deeper dives into some of these conversations, and just an update to stay in the loop, you can always go to choiceisthegift.com and click on subscribe where you'll be in the loop on things that are upcoming and more updates on this podcast. Again, thank you for being here. Now let's get back to the episode. The Arbinger Institute does a great job of defining the cycle of self-deception and the power it has to create realities in our life. What that means is when I see something, I interpret what that means to me or what I want to believe that it means. And therefore, I act according to what I see and think and feel and believe and that in turn might even perpetuate additional reactions or actions from other parties external to me. But it then comes back again for interpretation. And so we start this cycle. We start this cycle of, of creating and telling this story and continuing to justify a path that we may want to be walking down or going down. On the flip side, we've also learned of the power of our mind when we focus our energy and consumption on the reality we seek or argue for. We've talked in the past on uh, previous episodes about that which we focus on becomes our reality. And so if we have the pen and we can write the story, then oftentimes the story that we're creating or the story that we're writing will play out and manifest itself depending on how vested and intentional we are about that story. So with this in mind, if the story you are writing is not yours, it seems foreign and it's not serving you and what you know to be your truth, set that book back on the shelf and pick up the one with the blank pages that you need to write. We've each been given a few blank pages in this life and we've always had the pen. Write it and make it one that, it, that lights you up. You can write the very best story if you'll keep it intentional and on your own paper. Start small, get in the weeds and minute details rather than being so broad and vague, but be intentional. Be intentional with the details of your story. And then as you cement the strong habits of identity, personal identity, knowing who you are, why you exist, 
where you want to go, why you want to go there, what it looks like, then start to branch out in scope and depth and contribution to really put the color and the depth to the pages that you'll write. A couple of thoughts on storytelling, confirmation bias, and the characters we cling to from some of the petty books on the shelf. This first thought is from a good friend, uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He said that most people seek to confirm their own bias rather than getting the facts or facing the truth, people prefer to justify their own mediocrity. In addition to that, he said that the most successful people, on the other hand, act as scientists towards life. They want the truth. They want data. Rather than seeking to confirm their bias, they are continually seeking to disrupt and disconfirm their bias. Another thought from Brendan Burchard. We seek personal growth to be free from the pain we cause ourselves, to make better choices, to feel better about who we are becoming, to act more confidently in social situations, and to unleash our full creativity and contributions into the world in order to make our highest difference. And the last quote that I would share is from Ed Milet. He said, The old character you're playing is the very thing that will prevent you from becoming this new version of you. You can't take the old story into the new identity. In closing, let me make two statements. First, breakthroughs happen for those willing to give up security for significance. Let me say that one more time. Breakthroughs happen for those who are willing to give up security for significance. And secondly, at the end of one's life, a finished transcript will always outweigh a story started but never fully written. Remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one. And remember to always honor the gift. Thank you.